Hello, everyone. This is Jim Collins. Uh, I wanted to share some thoughts on the topic of information uh, with with y'all guys to um, maybe it's just a, a, a idea to kind of open up open up some people's minds out there to just maybe shine some light on something that um, I think will allow us to grow in a direction as far as you know, valuing the information that we get, whether we read it, we hear it, or we see it, whatever the case is. But <clears throat> I just want to talk about real quick and just to, just to say, you know, uh, a question that I think you should ask yourself, because at least I do, something I learned years ago. Uh, and the question was, you know, that you should always ask yourself is, or at least ask yourself, how do you value the information that you have? Like, how do you value, you know, how do you come up with your absolute truths? Because we all have some absolute truths. What I mean by that is we absolutely believe a particular thing, situation, or whatever the case is, is, is this way. We absolutely believe that. And I believe that, uh, you know, in, in many cases, some of us get so entrenched these absolute beliefs that we don't open our mind to any other possibilities at all. And, and, and individuals, especially coming into this sport, you know, you get bombarded uh, with a, a relentless amount of everybody's perspectives, methods, techniques, histories, war stories on every single topic, you know, that uh, it's involved with game foul. Um, good morning, guys. Good, I mean, good evening. I say good morning. Good evening. What's going on, Jess? What's up, Juan? And uh, like I said, if you just chimed in, I just want to talk about the topic of what, what I want to talk about is, is how do you value the information that you have? You know, because your absolute truth is a result of the information that you have. Let me give you an example. <clears throat> Coming into this sport, because, again, I'm not second or third generation. I'm first generation. Uh, coming into this sport, um, there I had never owned fowl of any kind, chickens, land hens, or anything. So, you know, a lot of things that guys, quote, unquote, say is common sense, it wasn't common sense to me because I don't see how it can become, I don't see how it is common sense when I never owned a chicken. Regardless if it's a game cock or whatever the case is, I never owned poultry. So when individuals say, oh, it's just common sense. How is it common sense and I never owned any kind of poultry? So basically, if I give you a lion, you're going to automatically know how to feed a lion. If I give you a, a rhino, you're going to automatically know how to feed a rhino. You know, if I give you a particular lizard, you're going to automatically know how to care and feed uh, that particular lizard. The answer is going to be no. That's why they got books. That's why they got information out there, because none of it's common sense. Right. So basically what ends up happening is, is coming into any sport. You try to educate yourself by conversating with individuals that's already been in the sport. And then we start to value the information based on the years 
individuals have been in the sport. Then it goes from valuing the information based on the years to valuing the information based on the amount of respect that you have for the individual. Right? So that is the reason why I want to talk about this because I, I believe it's somebody out there because I'm not the only person that's thinking about this, but it's somebody out there that really needs to hear this. There is no common sense to taking care of game foul because the same person tell you it's common sense to taking care of game foul. Ask them how to take care of a great white shark. Ask them how to take care of a whale. Ask them how to take care of giraffe. Because I'm sure we can find somebody at the zoo that know how to take care of a giraffe. And the information that that person, that zoologist know, is going to be common sense to them. But it ain't common sense to the guy who never owned a giraffe. Right? So, my, my whole point, and it's because of a conversation that I had. Goes back to I put the um I put the uh, topic up, which was which wasn't just educational, but it was also entertaining about uh, the crack corn. Right. That's just one of the one of the topics uh, that that to me is highly debated based on speculation or based on not even experience, but based on information that was told to them. And many times when you ask them where they get the information from, their results is, that's what I always heard. Typically, they can't even tell you who told them that, right? So, and that just goes with all kinds. I'm just using crack corn as an example. I mean, that, that goes with all kinds of other stuff, you know? And what I have learned in my travels is, is the more I travel and the more I get exposed to, the more I learn that there's very little absolutes. And what I mean by absolutes is there's very few things that you can only absolutely do one way. Right? There's very few things that you can absolutely only do one way. Listen to what I just said. So that is what I have learned throughout my travels, going to all different farm sizes, all different parts of the country, even overseas, different climates, different experience levels. There's more than one way. There is no, I have not typically, I cannot literally say I know any one way to do anything. So, uh, I, 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 I just feel as though that in order for us to move forward, we have to start being more open to different perspectives or concepts or different approaches or different experiences or different ways of thinking. There's a generation, and the older you get, the more entrenched you get in your beliefs. And it's a result of your life experiences. You know what I mean? But we have to understand with this new generation coming in, we cannot force feed them our absolute beliefs because we may not be right. Or 
our information may be outdated. So that's what I want to talk about. The reason why I don't really see any absolute beliefs, because as humans, we evolve. We become we get better understanding of things. We find different, better ways to do things. Um, so a lot of times when you absolutely thought it was one way to do this, somebody come up with a different way. It may not even be better. It may just be just as effective, but just different. Right. So let me give an example. Based on what I said, how do you value information? How do you come up with the value of information? I can tell you that most human beings value information on really one thing. Respect. Now, that might not make any sense to you saying, man, people don't value information based on respect. Uh, basically, let's break it down. Let's break it down real quick. This is just, again, my uh, understanding or my perspective on it, right? People value information based on respect. And this is how I come to that conclusion. <clears throat> when you go to school, the teacher tells you something. You completely believes it. Why? Because she's the teacher. And you've been taught that the teacher is the one that has the answers for that topic that you're talking about, right? Same thing when you go to college. The professor, all the students are, are expecting the professor to be the smartest person in a classroom, right? It's out of respect. So when you grow up in a system like we do in society that the teacher is the one... Uh, you know, if the teacher is the one that has all the answers, then, you know, you think when you go to college, the professor is the one that got the answers, right? So that's in school. Then as you grow up and get out of school, you start to apply the level of respect on the information based on the organizations that it come from or based on the, uh, you know, the organizations the source or whatever the case is, the, the person, you know, based on your amount of respect for them, that's how you value that information. Example, if you read an article that's written by Harvard on, say, law, you're pretty much going to believe everything that article was saying. Why? Because Harvard law has a reputation worldwide for producing some of the best lawyers. So your respect for that institution, that organization, or that individual will determine the value you put on that information. Right? So now, let's go another step. Why? Why you solely cannot determine the value of information based on a level of respect, which is how human beings value information. If you pick up a dictionary, and, 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 and for anybody out there who doubts what I'm saying, because you know there's always people who, who, who got to find a doubt in everything, 
doubt what I'm saying. When you pick up a dictionary and you read the definition of a word, do you doubt it? Ask yourself, do you doubt it? And if the answer is no, then ask yourself, why don't you doubt the definition to that word that you read out the dictionary? Well, my idea is, is because you respect the dictionary. You respect that source as a credible source. Right? If something doesn't have credibility to you, you don't have no respect for it. So that's how I tie respect into the value of how we value information. Again, I'm always thinking with an open mind. And I just wanted to share this with y'all because I'm sure not the smartest person in the classroom. But I like to share my perspectives just to get y'all guys thinking. Because the only way we're going to grow in this sport is we have to start cutting back on all these absolute beliefs that we have, that a lot of them are so outdated that literally we're going to raise a whole nother generation of cockers who are no better than us because all they know is what we taught and we also taught them to have a closed mind. Because we have to absolutely share, we absolutely sharing our absolute beliefs. Like there's no other way to think about this. You can only do it this way. There's no other way to do this. You can only do it, you know what I'm saying? And we raise a whole nother generation with absolute beliefs. Right? So, you know, that's what I want to share. And I like to make videos like this because I believe my personal experience, and I'll talk about this in another video. It is so many individuals in this sport, young, old, older, whatever, that has still so much untapped potential. And it's because they kind of locked into this, this stagnant stage where they can find, and they think they only, you know, their world is this small, and it is actually not. It's abundant. And they focus all their time and energy on practicing techniques and learning bloodlines and learning feed and learning setups and learning tie courts and learning pointing and learning vitamins. But you know what they missing? They not learning how to develop they self. So that's a whole nother topic I would like to talk about. But right now is... Again, guys, open up your minds. And I ain't going to say open up your minds. Give what I'm saying some thought. I don't want to say open up your minds because, no, you know, I'm not trying to say anybody closed-minded. Um, but just give it some thought because it's a lot of information in this community, and not only just in this community, in the whole world, but right now we're just talking about this community, that it's a lot of information in this community that is outdated, um, a lot of people value information that's outdated. Um, and, and a lot of people are so tied to absolute beliefs and absolute ways. In my personal opinion, it restricts their potential because they think uh, nobody else. I mean, there's no other way to do it. You know, if you look at the guy who broke the four minute mile, I think his name was David Bannister. If you look at the guy who broke the four minute mile, 
scientists, doctors, coaches, other athletes said that a human could not run a sub four minute mile. Listen to what I just said. Doctors, scientists, athletes, their coaches, everybody said it was not humanly possible for a human to run a mile in under four minutes. And I think in 1954, I could be wrong. I think in 1954, David Bannister broke the four-minute mile. And do you know the following year, I think two people broke it. Two years after that, I think five people broke it, and the rest is history. The rest is history. That's what I'm saying. See, when God, individuals come to me and say, oh, well, a scientist said that, a doctor said this, a doctor said that. No, this guy been doing it for 50 years. He said this. I'm like, dude, do you have you studied history? Do you know how many things, you know how many times doctors, scientists, chemists, people at church, your fathers, your parents been wrong on something that they absolutely believed? And when we got a better understanding, our minds change. But some people just refuse to accept any other information except what they already believe. So that is why I'm saying, and that's why I put this topic of how do we value information based on the respect, right? Because on a website, on a 362 Academy website, had a conversation, and a guy, we talked about crack corn. Now, this is the whole deal. It does not make me know, never mind, what your, what your thoughts, thoughts are on crack corn. Only thing that matters to me at the end of the day is what my thoughts are on crack corn. Because I'm the only one buying it, feeding it, and I'm those are my chickens. So at the end of the day, ultimately, the only opinion that matters is yours. Yours. That's it. Now, y'all have seen me say before, seek advice, but never approval. If it's your chickens, buy what you want, feed what you want, breed what you want. No different than your automobile. If it's your car, you determine what kind of gas to put in your car. People buy imports where it says you should only, you got to burn premium. And then I see them put regular gas in there. The car ain't broke down, down on the side of the road. It's still driving. Is it the best gas? Probably isn't. But at the end of the day, it's their car. They can put whatever gas they want to put in there. But I posted that just to just to get an idea of where many of us at in this community, because topics like that allow us to each one teach one, because a lot of people learn from those topics that I post from the comments. That's where a lot of the learning is happening. It's happening in the comment section. That's why I always encourage everybody share your comments. There's no right or wrongs, because every time somebody tells me something can't be done one way. I go to somewhere in this world and somebody's doing it with success. That has happened to me so many times. I don't even listen to when somebody tell me something can't be done one way. No, no, no. One guy tell me, man, I'm telling you right now, the only way you're going to get this bird on point, you got to do this. That's a lie. 
I'm not saying that that what you said don't work. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it's not the only way. <laughs> when a guy tell me, oh, man, the only way you can do, you know, you got to feed him this. That's not correct. There's also another way. And I can tell you the way and who's using the way. Right. So basically what I'm just trying to do is, you know, it's just uh, share some thoughts that will just get y'all guys thinking. And because, again, we are responsible for the next generation. However, the next generation is, it was literally the responsibility of the previous generation. So we can blame on whoever, but these kids ain't raising themselves. Just like us, we was raised by somebody. Now, let me get back to, like I was saying about how respect determine how you value the information, but you have to be careful with that because the person giving you information may be wrong, may be wrong. The information may be outdated. Things may have changed. It does not mean that the individual, the source, the organization, the university, or whatever the case is, deliberately gave you wrong information. They gave you the best understanding based on their experience at that time. And that's how we need to take this information. We need to take advice and feedback and information as though we're understanding that it's coming from an individual organization or whatever the case is, that that is the best information based on their understanding at that time. Many of us take this information as the holy grail, like there is no difference. There is no changes. There is no other way. And I'm telling you, new generation, regardless of how old you are, you really need to rethink that. Let me give an example. As a father, my, my uh, son asked me something. I told him, no, 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 you can't. Don't do it like that. Do it like this because this going to happen and that going to happen. If you do it this way, that going to happen and this going to happen. You know what? He did it his way and it worked out perfect. It worked out perfect. See, I told him don't do it that way because it wasn't going to work. He was going to damage something. And he, he took my advice. I mean, he listened to me. He took my advice, but he didn't need my approval because it was his car. So he took my advice and he still did it his way. And when he did it his way, he called me and said, Pops, come here. Let me show you something. I went out there and looked and I was like, wow. I did not think that was going to work. You see? You see what I'm saying? That's what I'm talking about. That is the point that I'm trying to make. So when a guy tell me, like on a website, the 362 Academy website, that on a crack corn, I said, why do you think crack corn, you know, do you think crack corn has nutritional value? He says, no. I said, why? Is it a result of your experience or what somebody told you? He said, it's what somebody told me. I said, okay. So since somebody told you this, you're not willing to try to feed it to see based on experience if there's any different in the outcome? He said to me, well, if the teacher tell me one and one is two, why would I spend my whole life adding one and one to see if it was going to be three? 
I said, okay, sir. And I ended the conversation. That individual already locked in his mind that this famous cocker told him that, and there is no other reason for him to learn anything from experience. Is there anything wrong with that? Obviously for him, it's not. For me, I just think a little different. Doesn't mean I think better than him or smarter than him. It's just we think different. That's it. So the crack corn uh, actually, you know, the crack corn actually uh, just exposed not our knowledge or lack of knowledge of crack corn, but just exposed how strong some of us are in our absolute beliefs. And we can't even say where the information came from. Just ponder that as the wise. How are you absolute in a belief that didn't come from your experience and you don't even know where you got the information from? How can you be that strong in your belief, in that belief, regardless of what it is? You don't know where you got the information from and it didn't come from your personal experience, but you will go to the last nail defending the information. Again, everybody think the way that they think. So anybody else out there that wants to ponder this is just something to think about. You cannot solely value information based on the amount of respect that you have for institution, organization, or individual. It doesn't have to be the holy grail. Just because somebody won 100 derbies, it does not mean everything that come out of their mouth is the only way to do something. It also does not mean everything that come out of their mouth is correct. Doesn't mean that. Because those individuals, as well as every other human being on earth, have opinions about things that they did not experience. Just like the guys who have opinions about the cracked corn. that have no experience with it and don't know where they got their information from. Now just imagine... They will pass that same information on to the next generation. And the next generation be like, okay, I got it from this guy. You ask that guy, well, where you get that information from? I don't know. That's what I've always been told. That's not really a valid answer. If I come up with some information, like, man, I don't know where I got that from. You got to really think hard about that information. It doesn't mean it's wrong. It doesn't mean it's wrong. But if you want to fight tooth and nails to defend it, you should be able to go back to refer to something of how you even came to that conclusion. So, you know, it's uh, it's just, again, um, like I say, this is important. I think it's important because we got to teach the next generation just because you respect a guy, a cocker, that's been doing it a long time, don't think that every single thing come out of his mouth is absolute or the only way. That's my whole point. Yep. Ray Rodriguez said, yeah, one and one is two, but so is three divided by uh, six divided by three. Eight. You're exactly right. You're exactly right, man. Ray, you're exactly right. 
So, uh, wine, wine, wine. What you say? We can't create a bunch of winners. Have to have donors too. No. Hey, listen, wine. You know the amazing part about it? There will always be donors, and and the reason why is because the the community, not only community, the world too, but uh, is the the people that's willing to put in the work that it takes to be a winner will always be the smallest portion. So. Donors are the largest portion of everything, even in society. <laughs> Donors are, are <laughs> they will always be the, the biggest portion of everything. And especially in this community, you know, but, but like I was saying, guys, it was just something that, you know, resulted from a conversation that I wanted to share because it's just, you know, it's just the way that I look at things. No better, no worse than anybody else. Just the way I look at things, and I like to share them just to keep get guys' minds wandering and thinking because it's just amazing the information that I was told when I came into this sport to come to find out that, nah, a lot of that stuff wasn't good information or it didn't even apply to me, you know? So uh, it, it, it's very easy uh, to believe something from somebody that you feel as though that's knowledgeable and you respect them. It's very easy to believe that stuff. Um, and, 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 and it's easy to believe it and you don't even test it. So you'll go along and pass that same information on without even fact checking it. And you'll just pass it on. Then the next guy's believing the same thing. And then when you ask three guys down, where you get that information from, they be like, that's what I always been told. Or that's what I always heard. I mean, I don't know, you know, imagine you going to a doctor and he say, you say, well, what's the success rate of this surgery? You know, and he like 60%. He's like, well, that's typically what happened. Well, that's what I heard. That's what I always been told. You gonna look at that doctor like, oh, no. <laughs> you were looking at, <laughs> you gonna look at that doctor like, no, 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 no. So that's that's kind of what, like I say, guys, it, it's, it's, is we got to really think not even outside the box, because that's a cliche word that everybody just regurgitate. You know, to me, it's just thinking. Critical thinking. It ain't outside the box, inside the box, in the factory, outside the factory, in the sport, outside the sport. Just do some critical thinking. I know that's something that they have taken out of school because they don't want people to do critical thinking. Because once you start critical thinking, you start to see a lot of nonsense. <laughs> you start to recognize a lot of nonsense. So, yeah, Preston, you're exactly right. Uh, sometimes Preston said uh, sometimes a particular method or breed will work for time, but not for Preston. Exactly right. Uh, Jess says some people are just stubborn and set in their ways and are afraid of trying new things or probably ways of doing something. Yeah, that's right. Yep, that's exactly right. Uh, Lee said, uh, I called and talked to a lot of feed manufacturers. Always try and listen with an open mind. Lee Best, that's exactly right. And what we were talking about here, Lee, is, is, is what you just saying. Just listen with an open mind. You know, don't, don't, you know what, what's so amazing? One of the books, I don't know if you know this, Arthur, uh, Robert Greene. You know, he wrote the books, 48 Laws of Power, Mastery, Laws of Human Nature. You know, guy's really deep. Uh, but he said one of the things he see with human beings is we're not really interested in what somebody else has to say. 
in many cases, we're just really waiting for our turn to speak. And he's exactly right. And I actually had to consciously start to catch myself because I was doing the same thing. I was listening, but I wasn't deeply listening. I was listening enough just to respond. You know what I'm saying? So, so I'm just sharing with y'all guys stuff that, that has been taught to me that has actually make it, made a huge impact on my life. You know, just listening with the open mind, knowing that there is no absolutes. There is no absolutes in so many different cases. Guys would tell you it is an absolute. If I put a gun in your head and shoot, shoot you in your head, you're going to be dead. Well, it's people that have been shot in the head with a gun that didn't die. So that ain't even absolute. <laughs> so, you know, that that's 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 just what I'm saying or as far as the new generation out there. If we can raise them to have an open mind and understand that even though I'm telling you something and I have 40 more years of experience than you, understand too, young buck, that or young or old or whatever, understand new generation that there is could be another possibility as well. And don't take everything as absolute just because of a title. Again, you know, uh, my, my brother Don, he said that he talked to a guy who's a PhD and, and this and that, and he told him about the corn. Hey, I'm not saying he's right. The guy probably did tell him that. But think about David Bannister when all the scientists, the chemists, the therapists, the coaches, and everybody told it was inhumanly possible for a human to run a mile in less than four minutes. And David Bannister did it. And then, then a year later, two more people did it. And then three years later, five people did it. Research it. Research it. Research all the doctors, scientists, and chemists that told him it couldn't be humanly done. And it was done. So just because a doctor tell you something don't mean it's absolute. Right? So if you don't think everything that the doctor says is absolute, why would you think somebody in chickens, what they saying is absolute? I'm not saying it's not. But all I'm saying is like Lee Best just said, listen with the open mind. I don't know if cracked corn loses nutritional value or not. I don't know if it loses in a certain amount of time or not. You see what I'm saying? And it seems like more guys, instead of answering a question, more guys was talking about how to feed it, how to do this with it. They was talking about everything else but answering the question. You know why they couldn't answer the question? Because they didn't know the answer. They didn't even listen. They didn't even read and listen to the question. Everything was just all over the place. One guy, Don, said he talked to a, a nutritionist. I talked to one, too. I talked to the nutritionist for uh, Blue Bonnet, right? And he told me, no, cracked corn is good, better than whole corn, because the nutrients are more accessible. Then when I said that, you know what guy said? Well, how many hours? Was it 12 hours, five hours, three hours? I'm like, listen, dude, if you are not listening to even consider another possibility, then why are we even talking? If you're not going to listen with an open mind that it's literally another possibility, then why are you even listening? You know what I'm saying? So that's all I'm that's 
you know, that's my own, that's my whole point. So we just got to be careful of, uh, you know, of uh, sharing and educating and mentoring this next generation because the next generation ain't all young. I didn't get into game foul into my 30s. So next generation ain't always young. They grown men and grown women as well. Um, know a lot of women uh, who has gotten into game foul later on in their life because they dated, they started to date somebody or they married somebody that was in game foul. So, uh, you know, that that's all I'm saying. And I just hope that conversations like this is something that we can have uh, and, 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 and be able to share this information um, and, and share it and, and, and conversate about it with a open mind, just knowing that it is possibly another possibility, right? Because I telling you in sports alone, not just game foul, if you go in hunting, they're the same way. Oh, you can only shoot a deer if like this, this and that, or you can only catch this deer if you do this, this and this, if you go every, like every sport and everything, you got individuals in it that that's absolute on everything. But if you take the elite of the elite, they ain't got too many absolutes. And that may be the reason why they at the top of the food chain. Because they look at everything with an open mind. They look at everything as possibilities. Many of us look at things in society as just restrictions. It's like this and not like that. It's only like this and not like that. It's a zero-sum game. Many of the people at the top of the food chain look at everything as possibilities. Some people call things problems, and some people walk them and say that's an opportunity. Like that, that, that cliche thing, is the glass half full or half empty? You see what I'm saying? That stuff get regurgitated so much, people be using it and don't even know what it means. So, you know, that is, uh, that, that is just some of the stuff that I wanted to share I don't want to leave y'all guys on here too long. Hopefully y'all guys seen some value uh, in the information that I shared. I would like to make another video on, um, you know, I would like to make another video on uh, talking, talking to guys, individuals that have a lot of pent up potential and, and haven't, uh, you know, haven't let it go, haven't released it, you know, and it's a reason why, you know, I know a reason why, because it's something I used to do. You know, but I'm telling you, it's a reason why. And I think, you know, guys out there need to hear it. Um, but it's a lot of uh, it, I, I run into a lot of guys with a lot of potential. And you can see them 10 years later and they still haven't even scratched their potential. And you always not always, but some individuals sit back and say, man, why is that guy? Why that guy didn't reach? You know why that guy didn't do better? You know, what I mean, why is he 10 years in and he's still not really doing he's doing incrementally better than he was 10 years ago, but you know the individual has a lot more potential in him. So when I make my next video, I'll probably make it uh, on that for sure. Um, but let me read some of these comments. Yes. Lee Best said, Lee Best said in his comment, uh, my daughter is in agriculture at the University of Tennessee. And she's taken so I can talk to them about the GMO grains. Um, I want to know about the absorption of the nutrients from the soil to the grains. And, and Lee, that is a great, great topic. And I can tell you right now, there is a um, there is some there's a documentary on that information. I actually have 
uh, uh, watched it. That's how I know about uh, what's the company, uh, Masanto. Um, and the owner of that, you know, he's one of the world's richest uh, people. Um, but that's a that's a very great topic. That's a really, really good topic. And, and, and Lee, I think you will learn a lot. And what Lee just talked about, that's important. Because, you know, how long has GMO grains been around? You know what I mean? Our sport been around hundreds of years. So, you know, the understanding or the experience that guys had with corn back in the early 1900s is a lot different than a person's experience with corn today. You see what I'm saying? So that's the reason why some of the information can be outdated. How corn affected fowl back in 1930s and 40s, the corn might affect them differently today. And, and, and again, with uh, Lee Best looking into that topic, I'm pretty sure he will learn something that will change his perspective on corn from when he first got into fowl. I'm 90% sure. Because, Lee, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, were you feeding uh, GMO grains and stuff like that uh, when you first got into fowl? You know, most, most guys wasn't. I could be wrong. Most guys was, I could be wrong, but, you know, um, but yeah, so, so that's why, you know, things change, things evolve and you still got guys with these absolute beliefs trying to do the same thing that somebody done back in 1973. It doesn't always work like that. It doesn't always work like that. So, you know, that's, that's hopefully guys, y'all got some value uh, out of this video and it at least got y'all guys thinking because I'm not trying to tell nobody how to think. Just want some guys to really start, you know, mean, thinking that, you know what, things, I need to start looking at things as possibilities, not zero-sum game is either this or that, not absolute. Just look at things as possibilities. You'll be amazed of the impact that it will have on your life. And I'm talking about even outside of game foul. I ain't talking about just what foul. I'm talking about even outside of game foul. So that's why I like to share these kind of topics, you know, because y'all know y'all guys get tired of hearing somebody boasting or bragging about how good they are as a pointer and they ate cheese steaks at the Bayou Club and blah, 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 blah. I know, but it's more value we can bring to each other outside of chickens. You know, chickens is what brought us all together. But when I say each one teach one, we can literally learn from each other so many other things that can make a positive impact on our lives outside of chickens. Chickens is just brought what brought us together. Um, let's see. I, let me read some comments. Yeah, Lee Best, that's right. Yep, that's right. And guys, like I say, at the end of the day, uh, the comment section is where we can learn a lot. So make sure y'all guys don't scroll through these comments. Make sure y'all guys go back and read and read the comments because they 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 they. I'm telling you, the comments is uh. Uh, 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 very powerful. So John Mark said, uh, guys think they are starting off with knowledge when in fact it's based on hearsay and not knowledge at all. Just handed down nonsense that makes no sense and they spread that around from generation to generation. You don't have to know it all since no I'm no truly knows it because since no one truly knows the truth, just be willing to listen Sound wisdom from people who have had hands-on experience 
Yep. So that's what that's what uh, John Mark said. And, and again, guys, that goes back to what John Mark just said when I talked about the crack corn deal. And I said, do you did you learn that? How did you come up with that conclusion? And was it from experience or something somebody told you? Some response was, that's what I always heard. They can't even tell you who they heard it from. And they already told you they didn't learn it from experience. So, again, if you missed the video, go back to the beginning. That's what we're talking about here. Um, let's see. Lee Best, that's what I was fixing to say, how Roundup Ready Corn good for birds or people. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Brian, Brian, that was Brian. I'm sorry. That's what Brian was saying about the Roundup. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing to me uh, that Roundup is still being used when they in billions of dollars of litigation, I think it's been proven beyond a reasonable doubt that the stuff is harmful. I think it's been proven beyond a reasonable doubt that the stuff is harmful, but it's just amazing in America because Roundup is not used in every country. There's many countries that you cannot use Roundup. There's many countries that you can't. Let me repeat it. There is many countries. I think Canada is one that banned it. You can't use that. Again, here we go back to the scientists said this, so I need to ultimately believe it. Well, we got scientists over here that's saying something totally different. You see what I'm saying? So it's just something to think about. Here we go, Donnie French, with that, 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 that uh uh common sense thing. Oh Lord. <laughs> Y'all guys know. <sighs> no, brother, everything is about, you know, everything is about um. Growing and learning, man. I mean, that's like with all my experiences, man. You know, all the traveling that I do, I'm telling you, I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted, but uh, I'm just trying to create as many life experiences as I can. And I try to share them with y'all guys. Some people get envious of me and, and don't like it, like they're jealous for some reason. I don't know. But it's like a friend of mine said, don't ever wish you had what another man has because you don't know what he's doing to have it. Let me repeat that. Don't never wish you have what another man has because you do not know what he's doing to have it. That's what it is. You see somebody drive up in a fancy car. Don't wish you had that fancy car because you don't know what that guy has to do to have that fancy car. You know what I mean? So it's just something to think about. But uh, I want to do a video that's in relation to this information, you know, to value the information. But to me, it's 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 self-development. And I want to do a video just talking about why I, I believe, personally believe, that a lot of individuals in this sport has a lot, a lot of untached potential. And I think they will always have a whole bunch of untached potential until they realize this one thing. So that's a video that I want to do. Um that I think it can help some people out there. It might not help everybody, but I think it can help some people out there. Yep, that's right, Donnie. Donnie said, in order to grow, you have to get around your own thoughts. That's exactly right. That's exactly right, guys. Exactly right. Um, and, and that's the reason why I do a lot of reading. You know, that's the reason why I do a lot of reading. Because you can only learn so much from the individuals around you. When you start reading books, books, so the information is just not changed. 
uh, in a wing, but start reading books, you can tap into a whole bunch of information. And to me, it stirs your creativity in your mind and expands your mind and expands your possibilities. I'm telling you. Um, yeah, so that's it. So, guys, let me know. I don't know when I'll do that other video. Um, but I, I really would like I, I not, not like to. I am I am gonna do the other video. I'm gonna do the other video because, like I say, I think uh it will help some individuals out there because a lot of guys are stuck. And I'm looking at guys that I met uh earlier, uh, when I first got into the sport and looking at them today. And uh, and I'm talking to a lot of people that saying, hey, I've been in this sport 20 years, 30 years, this, this and that. And, you know, looking at where they at in, in their uh, uh, position today, um, in their phase of life today and, and where they're talking about going. And uh, I just like to use some of my personal past experience of, uh, of, of, of uh, you know, helping people with self-development because there's a lot of untapped potential. But it's nobody really sharing, you know, what is going to take the tap in that potential because, you know, it just takes a different skill set. Um, but most people just want to talk about breeding, feeding and care and pointing and eating cheesesteaks at the Bayou Club, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that because that's why, you know, all of us have came together. But I would really like to share some other stuff uh, because, again, uh, the better we can train this present generation, the better off the foul will be next generation. That's the way I look at it. So y'all have a good, good night. Um, let me know in the comment section if y'all want me to make that other video. And I will. And the video topic will be uh, how to uh, tap into that untapped potential. That's basically what the topic will be about. So let me know in the comment section. I'm about to log off, but y'all guys can continue commenting. Um, please, if you, uh, well, I said that, I should have said that at the beginning, but it don't matter now because the video is over. But y'all guys have a good night. I'll talk to y'all later.